What's going on, everyone? This is Two Bays in a Pod, and I am your host, Andrew Wright. And over in his kitchen this time is my co-host, Cody Johnson. Cody? Hey, hey, everybody. What is going on? Thank you guys for joining us on Two Bays in a Pod, a special Christmas episode. That's right. You guys heard it right. And we've got our special guest, Brad Potter, returning again. Brad, you want to say hi to everybody? Hola. What's up? (laughs) All right, guys. Let's get into it. What's going on, everyone? Uh, yes, you heard it here first. Uh, we have Brad Potter again. We just like having him on here. I mean, that's that's the reality of it. But uh, he is a big movie buff, and our topic today is top five Christmas movies. So we are very excited to uh, to go through all this. Uh, but before we get into anything, I am going to first ask Cody, how are you doing? I'm doing good, man. Um... Holiday season's right around the corner. Nothing like getting into the Christmas spirit like good old movie debates. Yes, yes, yes. All right. And now our special guest, uh, everyone's favorite, apparently, because every time we have an episode, I mean, I say every time. We've only had two episodes with him. Okay. Uh, but every time we have an episode with Brad Potter, uh, it is always a popular one. Everyone always tells me, oh, I'm going to listen to it. I'll listen to it. I want to hear what Brad has to say. So uh, without further notice and giving him too big of a head, brad how you doing man well, you, you always give me a big head so uh no uh, <laughs> we oh, i was like oh. i'm your biggest uh guest because i'm like i think i'm probably like the only guest right like so far we've <laughs> had we've had our wives on yes as well oh, so. oh okay sorry oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh shit oh, sorry <laughs> he's all i'm gonna backtrack <laughs> yeah anyway yeah no I'm glad to be back. It's fun. I always, I always enjoy, um, especially talking about movies and stuff. So. Yes, yes. So we kind of, you and I, we had already talked a, a little bit about our list, but I think we kind of held off because we wanted to talk about it on here. Um, Definitely, yeah. Yeah, so it it was funny because we were, it was you, me, and, and our boss, Steve, um, and we were talking about, you know everyone's top five movies and it was kind of funny how different it was and um but i will give credit to cody on this cody this was your idea top five christmas movies um you know what makes you think of this idea first of all i i think i always hear this it's this weird holiday that comes once a year in december um and people put on lights and <laughs> hang, and put a tree in the house I don't know. You know I think you, it's really strange, but I was going to say, are you serious? Like what made you think of this right now? It's uh, only December. You know what? Yeah. You guys can be dicks all you want, but I was, <laughs> I thought maybe there'd be something more in depth than oh, I see what you're doing. A Christmas, no segue, you know, but, yeah. Christmas comes after Thanksgiving. And I was like, Hey, we did a Thanksgiving episode. We might as well do Christmas. And uh, okay. First of all, the Thanksgiving episode was nothing about Thanksgiving. <laughs> We talked about waxing balls for oh, a was just very long Chris time. Evans. <laughs> <laughs> and Chris Evans wasn't even our top five. It was your top five, Cody. <laughs> we were talking whoa, whoa, about whoa. That. Who's throwing shots over here? You're the one that had the Bill Ingvold, here's your sign moment right now, and you're all upset now. Come on. It was not a it was not a here's your sign moment. It was I thought <laughs> maybe there would have been something else, but uh, you know, you can be I'll a dick about it. That's cool. Whatever. <laughs> Anyway, um, so we're going to cut. 
this time we're actually going to go in order. Uh, obviously, the Thanksgiving episode, we really didn't have an order. We were just kind of spewing off names that we had. Um, and so I think now we're it, with it being an actual list because we were just talking about, you know, guys. <laughs> so uh, this time we're going to be talking about movies and um, I think they deserve a ranking. Uh, so without further ado, we're going to start with you, Brad, since you are our guest. Uh, we're going to go from five all the way down to one. Uh, so what is your uh, number five top five Christmas movie? Probably number five would be, um, to be honest with you, Jim Carrey, uh, The Grinch. Um, it's not that I don't like the story of The Grinch the least or anything, but like um, out of the, the next ones, I find them a little bit more funny and more relatable. But I like, in terms of Jim Carrey's version of The Grinch, Mm-hmm. I like that one the most. Like I just like his portrayal of it, just like the more goofy, kind of a little darker side, like more adult humor. Yeah. So I always like that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And I know um, like, I know you like Jim Carrey as well. Thank you, Josh. That's awesome. <laughs> we just had a beer run. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> intern. No, um <laughs> Yeah some podcast no one would have known but i had to make it known anyway um uh yeah i i i like the jim carrey version um i actually do have this movie on my list and i'll you know i'll get into mine uh when it's when it's my turn but yeah no i am um what like is there a scene is there maybe uh maybe just a line or is it just the jim carrey i just like uh, the jim carrey portrayal of the grinch like it's portrayed in a more human like it's more human like and more yeah. comedic mm-hmm. um like human comedy i would say like in the fact that it's more uh you can laugh at your yourself in a sense where yeah. he, how jim carrey is just so outlandishly ridiculous it's that makes it funny too it's just did you did you ever watch the original, the cartoon original, uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas? Not really, but like, you know, Terrible. like, just, <laughs> just what you know, just like catching glimpses of it being on TV or whatever, like during like the holidays, mm-hmm. but not really yeah. sitting down ever watching it. Like, like this, the the Jim Carrey version. I actually sat down and watched a bunch of times with my sister. Yeah. And stuff. like that's the one that we grew up with. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's because of the times or what, but like that's the one I always grew up with, and that would be my number fifth. That would be my fifth one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. All right, it's. I think it's a good one because it's on my list as well. I feel like it would be <laughs> like on every. I think the Grinch would be probably on everyone's list on some level, but I, whether that one or or some other or some other version, yeah. yeah, not necessarily that version, but like the Grinch as a story, uh, someone changing a change of heart is always a good story so like mm-hmm. obviously i would think it'd be on anyone's list yeah. what's nice it's christmas found it on netflix and so she was watching it and then she came to me and she was like dad dad i was watching uh the grinch and i was like oh cool and i was thinking it was the new one with um what's his name uh cumberbatch uh oh, I don't uh-huh. know. 
whatever his name is. Oh, anyway, yeah, Benedict. Benedict. There you go. So, and I was thinking it was that one. I was like, oh, that's cool. And then she was kind of explaining it. And I was like, I think that's the Jim Carrey one. And I was like, show me which one it was. And so she was showing me and she put it on and I was like, let's watch it. (laughs) I was like all excited. And she was like, okay. (laughs) So we watched it. And yeah, I I agree with you. That movie is that that's a good one. I, I like that one a lot. All right, Cody, why don't you go next with your number five on your top five? Well, this is going to sound like a repeat, but number five for me is also um, the Grinch, the Jim Carrey version. So, yeah, never didn't think that that was going to happen. But the reason why I like it is I have I have seen the original cartoon. I think the reason why I like the Jim Carrey one and even more so now as an adult is I feel his frustration as an adult, like how, how people are like in the hustle and bustle. They're all about buying gifts and they're really kind of missing out the true meaning of Christmas. But you know, the Grinch is just more upset with the people because the cool thing about that movie is it actually dives into why he hates Whoville and how he was outcast and stuff like that. So that's why I really like the movie. Um, and of course, like just like what Brad said, Jim Carrey makes that character so fun because Jim Carrey is such a wild character himself that he's able to elevate the Grinch to like heights that, you know, no one thought that, that uh, the cartoon Grinch can ever be matched in terms of like, his um you know how evil he can be and how conniving he is and jim carrey i think does it better in my opinion so he does a silly silly version of like a terrible person like 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 okay he's a terrible person but it's kind of funny like you know (laughs) well then also but what the cool thing about it is they put backstory on why like he was treated so miserably because he was outcast because he looked different and that's why he hated them and then he wanted to steal their joy and then of course, the fun part is his dog trying to push this big old sled full of stuff and they're not going anywhere. But, you know, that's just one little small clip that I remember. But for the most part, the entire movie, I think, is very, very good. A, an instant classic when it first came out. And it's one that I'll probably always watch. And people may not like it or they may have a different preference. But for me, that's my top five, uh, my fifth most liked Christmas movie. So. So also, Cody, let's talk about. Can we talk about the? Uh, sorry, because I have it like on my TV to my right. So, um, <laughs> unacceptable. The costumes and the set design is very cartoonish, straight out of like, yeah. like a, out of like the book in like a Doctor Seuss book. Excuse me. <clears throat> I remember when the movie came out, and there was a lo- there was mixed um mixed results on how they made the noses of everyone everyone in whoville and the 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 you know grinch truthers i guess you could say were (laughs) like oh that's how they were that's how their noses were that's how they were in the book and then uh you know the 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 people who were like oh i don't like the noses on them they're like we're trying to make it modern yet you make their noses like that i think it was perfect yeah i thought it was it makes them yeah, and exactly what you said, and makes why, it why, that But can I ask why people were I, I, why were people offended about their noses? None like, of what was what was their problem with it? It looked it didn't look good. Like they were like, oh, it looks oh, weird. didn't look like the book. Yeah. Pretty much. Oh, I mean, okay. so there's pictures saying. in the book, or I guess. I mean, I, don't, I honestly, I, I don't, I don't remember exactly why, but I just remember that there were a lot of people like, I don't like it. I wish. I wish they made their noses normal, like kept their regular noses. And I was like, what is the big deal? It's it's based off a cartoon, like in a, well, a mess, actually a book. Actually, so I can see why like they big. wanted to do that because it gives it still that charm of like, 
one, the Grinch is a fictitious character, more or less he's a is a glorified personality, we can say, of like what some people believe in Christmas or feel about it. But for the most part, like it is still based on a, a cartoon or an old children's book. So I guess, you know, for the people <laughs> that get offended by the bunched up nose, just relax a little bit. It's a movie. You know, if it's really hitting that home for you, maybe you need to let your heart grow. Yeah, from what I gathered, I was, I was like, okay, what I thought they were trying to get from that was that they're mousy people, like meek people. Uh-huh. Just like, you know, you know everybody like an everybody everyday type person like just meek people and then you have this big old bad grinchy grumpy guy up on the mountain just like overshadowing them so like that's why i thought they always like look like mousy and i thought that was the reason why they like made them the stuck up noses and look like mice to be honest with you i'm Mm -hmm. so that's a good that's a good um but I thought that's what they were trying to portray. Yeah, that's, that's, that's interesting. Uh, that's an interesting way to look at aesthetics. it. Now I'm going to look at it a lot differently because, yeah, you're yeah. Right. It's like It's like a cat and mouse type thing. That's pretty good. Oh, wow. Kind of. Huh. Yeah. My mind you just should, got blown right you now. Should do more, <laughs> you should do more uh, movie podcasts. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> to get pretzel. Uh, I don't want to say. <laughs> that's Folks, okay. That's called foreshadowing. Yeah. <laughs> foreshadowing. All right, Drew. Another what's your movie term? What's your fifth one? <laughs> My number five is okay. So I, I kind of explained it like this: the reason, the way I made my list was, I made it to like movies that I wouldn't normally watch, that I wouldn't just watch on Christmas. Like I would watch anytime. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only movie that I have that I would watch, probably only on Christmas, maybe if I were just kind of in the mood, was a classic uh, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Uh, obviously. Mm-hmm famous with burl ives um i love that one i watch that one every year usually they show it on cbs i don't know if they actually had it on cbs this year but um i actually got my daughter into it and she loves it and so we always like try and watch it all the time and it was one of the movies that i remember as a kid when when christmas was around once we watched that movie like i knew okay christmas is here because in my family thanksgiving was a big holiday And so we were getting excited about Thanksgiving and maybe the adults were talking about Christmas, but Christmas never really hit for me Mm -hmm. until we watched that movie. Cause they usually show that movie like early, early uh, in like December, like first, second of December. And um, so when that movie comes on, it just always makes me think, Oh, okay. Christmas is here. So I used to watch that all the time as a kid. It wasn't necessarily like a tradition for my family. It was, it was mainly just me. Uh, so when my daughter like was really getting into it, she, we had watched it probably the last three, uh, probably four years now. Mm-hmm. Um, and she loves it every time. And and I love it. It's, it's such a, it's such a classic. And I, I'm, I love like traditions. I, I'm, I'm big into that. And like, uh, my family wasn't super close and my wife's family really is. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I always try and have my own traditions, but I do like the, you know, the traditions that maybe my family might have or, or uh, my wife's family has. So um, I think for the most part, Rudolph the red nosed reindeer is just more traditional. It, it's still a really good movie. I mean, it, yeah, it is I, li- I like that movie. And honestly, the claymation, even though it is still a little whack, 
um it is actually not bad for when it was made you know Mm -hmm. so i i love it um you know it's and what i love about it too it's a kids movie that's like an hour long and that's it it's not like an hour (laughs) and a half two hours it's an hour and boom it's done so that's what i really like about it i don't think i've seen Um, rudolph the red-nosed reindeer that that holiday special one that they always do in years but i remember every year when my mom would watch it and i'd catch clips of it but it was never something that i would sit and watch from start to finish and i think she even had like a collection of christmas movies and that was one of them in there but it's one of those movies too like i may not watch it a ton or see a lot of it i don't think i ever want it done as a remake though you know no yeah i'm with you you. i never want to see that as a remake but i never want to see a me and my sister like like, and my family we seen that and the um you know like when easter was uh they had the peter cottontail it was the same thing the stop still motion is the same (laughs) thing made by the same company bass and something um that's what elf is actually based off of is off of the rudolph like the whole designs even the costumes everything but um yeah those movies are great like yeah the really the the classic christmas movies the reason it really hooked me when I was a kid watching it was uh, Burl Ives. Um, not necessarily just, you know, him himself. It was mainly when he, I, as the snowman, like he was like telling the story. I always thought that was kind of interesting and really cool. Mm-hmm. And as I've grown up, I've really admired that they added this snowman. He's the one who's telling the story. It's not just like you're just like thrown into the movie. Like he's like, it's like him reading a book. And you're watching the book. And that's mm-hmm. what I really like about it. And I think that's why it's so cool to me. And then obviously he, he's got so many good, um, you know, Christmas songs. Obviously the main one being Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Uh, so that's like when I listen to Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, I have to listen to the Burl Ives one because it just it's just nostalgic. Same. Same. Nice. Brad, what's number four for you? Number four for me would be, let's see here. Sorry. Yeah, look at my notes. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> I wrote so many. Uh, no, it was um, Christmas Story would be number four. That's a good one. Yeah. Which yeah. I know. I, I don't know. Like a, a lot of people I've heard are hating on it lately. Like they're like, that's not Christmas. I don't know. I don't know what else what? is a more Christmas of a movie. I know it's, yeah. it has it in the title. So. <laughs> and the I whole heard, movie like, is about like family. Your, getting. That wasn't like the goat. That's not a go-to Christmas movie is what I heard in on one of the radio stations here. Locally. Oh, that's weird. Well, then they need to be shut down. I don't know what that was weird. <laughs> well, yeah, he, my wife... that's the thing. He did a poll on, on the radio station on his Facebook mm-hmm. page and it, it was close. Uh, it, but like, it was like 64 to 56 or something, whatever. There's a lot of kids on online schooling that's voting when they shouldn't be. What the hell's going on? <laughs> kids don't know no. good movies, I guess. <laughs> Actually, funny movie, about- You shit your eye out, kid. It's a great movie. Like, yeah. They play but- it on TBS for like, what, 48 hours straight? I think Christmas yeah. Eve to Christmas Day. Yeah. One of the it, things I think it's I It's obviously them- a good movie. Yeah. One of the things I heard from that movie is that it was actually filmed here in Fresno, actually by Fresno City College is the scene where um um gosh i'm blanking on um the kid with the it's not is it mikey no it's not his name's not mikey um anyways the when where the bullies are meeting the friends right there at the fence um where it's right there 
that was in Fresno, filled in Fresno by Fresno City College by the railroad tracks. So oh, that, I didn't even yeah, know that. so Fresno is shown in there a little bit, but it's obviously not prominent. But the scene, <laughs> that scene is filmed here in Fresno, which I thought was pretty cool. Granted, way back in, I think, what was it filmed in the 60s or 70s? But, you know, a little bit of Fresno in Christmas history, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, uh, that that's a classic movie. Everyone knows the lamp, the leg lamp, you know? Yeah. That's classic. Fragili! I mean, <laughs> here's the thing. I, mean, I, I can understand why a lot of people may not like it because it is an older movie. There are parts of it that kind of, it, it's a little stale, like it just is kind of slow. Yeah. But um it is a classic movie. I mean, whether you like it or not, it's it's a classic Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. And I like to think, Brad, that like if you it's, have a it's family a story about a middle class uh, American family in yeah. the fifties, yeah. or sixties like, or whatever the fuck it is. I like to yeah, think no, it's sorry, it's supposed you're... to be in the forties. It was filmed in the eighties. It's supposed to be uh the time period is supposed to be the nineteen forties. Oh, okay. I like to think like if you were sitting around with your family and you guys were trying to find something to watch, you know, a Christmas movie on TV, I guess, and uh, a Christmas story came up, you're going to you're going to put it on, yeah. you yeah. know, and whether you like it or not, you're going to watch it and you're going to laugh at some of the part because it is a funny movie. I mean, I can kind of understand why some people wouldn't have it on their on their like favorite list, but mm-hmm. it is one of those movies. that's just everyone I- knows it. Like, I feel like can, like what I was talking about earlier about the whole the, whatever the radio station I had uh, talked about having that poll about whether it's a good movie or not or mm-hmm. a good Christmas movie or good go to Christmas movie. I think that people are just too like tired of it being crammed down their throat, especially yeah. if there's like stations like TBS playing it like for yeah, they play twenty four hours. hours. <laughs> like, yeah, but tell me another breaks. time when it's not played. I mean, only two <laughs> days out of the entire year it's played. Where you'll have it's probably like how like people like, of, like Transformers of... like fifty million times throughout the year, and you get one movie. Yeah, granted, it's twenty four hours or forty eight hours or whatever, but it's the only two days of the year it's ever played. You know what I mean? It's yeah, not like, yeah. It's, it's not like it's played every other weekend. Like sometimes uh, TNT will play uh star wars special where they show all nine movies on like back to back to back to back weekends you know what i mean yeah. so it's not like it's that but What's wrong with that no there's yeah. nothing wrong with that my point <laughs> being is- <laughs> you know what because we're i think what it is is we're in a generation of like i don't know for me i can listen to the same song over and over and over i can watch the same movies over and over and over i can watch the same shows you know you get the theme um so but we're in a generation where you can watch literally anything at any time. And so people are like, Oh, I'm going to watch this. And then they get over it and then they want to watch something else, you know, music wise too, Apple music. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm not saying I'm not hating on these things. I mean, it's great, but um, you know, with like Apple music, you can literally listen to any song you want. Um, and the appreciation for your things. things. Is gone yeah. Down. Yeah. And so it's, it's not, you know, back then when, when this movie was made, you know, there wasn't a lot of movies competing with it, you know, in a, in a sense, because uh, it was his own thing. Now, you know, Disney plus crams, you know, five different Christmas movies on theirs. And then Netflix comes out with five oh, different yeah. ones and Hulu. There's, like, and what, Christmas there's just Chronicle, so many Christmas, Christmas songs. Too. Yeah. There's so many christmas movies that just can't come out like all at once now um you know everyone's competing and so no one really gets the nostalgia of any type of movie 
Um, so, I mean, I, I think that's really what it is, is everyone is just so quick to, you know, go to the next thing, go to the next thing. And so with the Christmas story being on 24 hours, they're like, oh, my God, they're, they're going to show this again. Like, who cares? It's Christmas. You're not you shouldn't be watching TV on Christmas anyway. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you that's probably should be. Hanging out with man. Yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah. and then every time when you know when the uh, part where you'll shoot your eye out yeah. everyone wants to watch that part i mean who yeah. doesn't so I, I think i think that's what it is to be honest how about a nice football <laughs> <laughs> i think i feel like brad was waiting to say that this whole time <laughs> a little jack nicholson in that one too <laughs> yeah it was a little jack nicholson sorry yes. say it again do it do it again how about a nice football <laughs> now he now, that yeah, was now he got it. I think maybe because maybe you guys can Nailed see it. my face moving. Maybe I get a little bit. More. No, I think it was just the voice. It was the, the voice. <laughs> I think I think you're giving us too much credit. Oh. <laughs> All right, Cody. Uh, number four for you. Okay, number four. This one is uh, another one that's from way back. Uh, I don't know if you guys watch this or not, but now as a parent, I can relate to it on a whole nother level. I'm going to go with Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger, Simba. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah. Um, I Jamie! Remember... <laughs> Jamie, I got the toy. Yeah. Um, anyways, I, re- I remember Man. seeing that when I was probably nine or ten, maybe. And yeah. uh, I didn't really, I thought it was just a funny movie because it's about an action figure that they're all trying to get. <laughs> There's no others left. Now, as I watch an adult, I'm like, that is probably the story of every Christmas I've gone through since I've had kids is, you're yeah. trying to get to the last toy and all that stuff and now i feel bad for my parents because when i was when i was really young and action figures were all the rage i wanted this action figure i wanted that action figure my parents god yeah. bless them probably i don't know how many people they probably punched on their way to pick up the last power ranger toy that i had asked for for christmas or whatever that they could relate to on a whole nother level so but my favorite scene probably out of that whole movie is not the standoff between um arnold schwarzenegger and sibbet at the end but actually when he goes to the warehouse when he gets the, the shady elf takes him to get like a uh, Spanish version of Turbo Man and <laughs> fights every Santa Claus in the warehouse. And then the big show who's a wrestler shows up and, you know, he somehow fights him and just how chaotic that was. And the cops show up and they all just kind of scram. That whole scene to me is the funniest thing I think I've ever seen. Um, and it is one of those things that always, you know, you can't help but laugh because Arnold Schwarzenegger, who's, I guess, in the movie is characterized as like a salesman. Get out of your way! Yeah, he turns, <laughs> he all of a sudden turns into some like karate or some, some guy that knows all sorts of combat and is beating up, you know, 20 different Santas. And, and, it, and it's just a great, great scene. I, I really love that movie. It resonates with me for being young. So I'd say Jingle it, on the way. Did you? Did you hear about the TBS fiasco? Another TBS reference. This this episode is brought to you by TBS. Who is did not you, paying us, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Did you uh, hear about the debacle at TBS? No. They were I'm showing the now. movie. Uh-huh. It was a couple of weeks ago. They showed it was dude. It was trending on Twitter, and I was like, "What the? Why is Jingle all the way trending?" Uh-huh. So I was looking, and apparently on TBS, the part where he's like flying up in the air. Uh-huh. And like trying to save the kid, you know, or like, yeah. you know, trying to get the kid away from the other, the his son. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it like cuts to the uh, credits and then goes on to a different show. Like it oh. cut right there. And people <laughs> were livid, dude. There were so many angry people. I was like, okay, I didn't know that this many people love that movie. Right. Um, 
who's very underrated in that movie is Phil Hartman. I love because oh dude, um, Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman was him, when he was in uh, SNL. I my parents used to watch SNL like almost religiously. So you I turned me up, on to Phil Hartman. Yeah, so I I grew up watching Phil Hartman, Chris Farley, David Spade, like those guys. Um, and so when he was in this movie, like I I loved I always I already loved him. Like I knew about him, so I thought he was funny. So as I've gotten older and watched that movie again, I'm like, oh, I I always forget he's the bad guy. Like <laughs> like or he's and he's not the bad guy, but he's a bad guy. He's you a know, home wrecker. The- Let's just be real about it. Yeah. Okay. He's making and, for a wife, all right. But it's funny because I always just I, I just think of him as funny. So yeah. it, like when I watched it as an adult, I was like, Oh my god, my whole world is shattered. <laughs> you know, he's, he's bad. But uh yeah, that's a that's a good one. They and then they reshowed it because my wife and I we were flipping through the channels and it came on. And so uh we turned it on and we we're like, I want to see if it's gonna play the whole movie this uh-huh. time. So we watched it and yeah, they played it the whole the whole way. But yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Yeah. All right, Since Drew, what's your that movie? What's your number four? This one I think is gonna surprise well, I know it surprised Brad and uh I think it'll surprise you, Cody. Uh the holiday. It's probably gonna surprise me again. What is it? <laughs> the holiday. This is with uh, Jack Black, Kate Winslet, oh, Jude Law. Okay. I, I do like that movie. Cameron Diaz. Is, that's a Christmas movie, or is it just because it's? Yeah, no, it's okay. it's a Christmas movie. It's yeah. during. Well, it is a Christmas movie. Yeah, it's okay. called The Holiday. Come on, bro. What well, classifies okay. a What classifies a Christmas movie? Right. Any well, well I, I mean, the last two movies we just said are around literally around Christmas. So is it yeah, well, is it is the around movie, Is it the fact that the movie's set in Christmas, or is it when the movie's released? No, so, not really. I have no. Okay. It's it's got to be set. Yeah, it's in, about a holiday. Like it's, yeah. it's around. Like if it's, it's themed the around Christmas, I would say. Yeah. You know. Well, yeah. I mean, okay. okay continue. You, continue the holiday. You can call that. You can. Well, I don't care. It's it's on my top five anyway. That's fine. Uh, I could have said. <laughs> I could have said. I'm just uh, curious. I could have said Die Hard. You know, that's, that's what actually, I, I was expecting you're you to going say Die to Hard. Probably. So I'm pretty sure. I was completely. See, expecting so you were willing to accept Die Hard, but yes. not a movie that. No, but I was just. I'm just curious. Die Hard is just the adult version of Home Alone. Yeah. <laughs> Think about it. It really, it really is not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, very loosely, maybe. <laughs> Oh man, that was. I mean, other good. other than um, was, he was just like on his own movie <laughs> traps, you know. But hey, <laughs> where'd you get this gay? Yes. Yeah. So uh, I love the holiday, and it, <laughs> it's it's one of it's a romantic comedy. So I know it's a little more cheesy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'm I'm a little more embarrassed to admit it, but I do like that movie a lot. Uh, my dad actually bought it um, because it was like two bucks. He was like, I've never even seen it. My dad, okay, so my dad used to go sad. to like big one box. night. He's like, you know what? Yeah, my dad. Well, I'm getting this ball of wine. Might as well get this romantic comedy. My son might <laughs> like it. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, he was thinking of me at this time. Yeah, no, well, my okay, dad then. used to go well, to like big take it that way, make it sound so. Rude. Or my dad would go to like um, uh, Blockbuster. You mm-hmm. know, when it was when it was here, uh, or like you know Hollywood Video. 
and um <laughs> they mean, would like netflix he would go and they would get like cheap movies like two buck movies yeah and so i remember him i think it was big lots i think he bought that movie he was like rummaging he was like oh this movie's two bucks i've never even seen it there's a lot of good characters in it the five so grabbed it weren't been movies yeah so we went and and he he was watching it and so i sat down and watched it with him and uh i liked it i thought it was really good at and honestly, the reason I wanted to watch it was Jack Black, because mm-hmm. I think it was around the time that uh, School of Rock was out or yeah, maybe you're right. Or I don't remember exactly, but it was around that time. And um, I really liked Jack Black at that time. So I wanted to watch it. And he plays. I, I gave so much credit to Jack Black because Jack Black is pretty much a comedian actor. I mean, he's he's really good at it. No, no question. But. Um, this movie he's not really a comedian like he makes the girl laugh he's he's uh like you know talking with kate winslet and they always hang out in that movie and he does a really good job of playing a guy that he knows that he's not that attractive and he knows that like kate winslet is way more attractive than he is but he just acts himself and she's like so relieved And, and it's just the way they made jack black's character made me love this movie um so honestly it's there's no like one scene that i remember there's no like line that really got me hooked honestly it was it was just the jack black character and like they're they're trying to like set up because they meet this old man who uh you know used to be a a big time in the movies and he's kind of been like shrugged to the uh, shrugged to the side and so they're trying to set this thing up and and Jack Black helps Kate Winslet in this, and this is kind of how they, you know, interact. He, in their, he's like a new, guy, newer guy into like the media side of the business, and he's, yeah, right. He's yeah. trying to uh, uh, act, show this guy's uh, past career and everything. Yeah, yeah. And so it, it's just it, it was a really cool dynamic, and it kind of like, I mean. I'm no, I'm no attractive man. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. <laughs> Don't you so, dare say that about yourself. Uh, You're a tall what are you talking about, there, sir? <laughs> that, I wasn't saying that, so you guys would say that, but I appreciate you doing that anyway. But, um, uh, you know, it, it kind of like it, you watch a movie and you go, listen, that's it is realistic because there are so many times you walk by and you're like, my God, she's with that ugly chud. Like, <laughs> good God. Like, How many times do I say that at work? <laughs> so yeah i do i understand where you're coming from yeah so, yeah, so i yeah i i Watch. understand i say that how dating. am i single <laughs> i know yeah. dude i always ask my question i ask myself that all the time anyway um narcissist unite <laughs> so i just it, you know it really shows that like even though he wasn't the best looking man like he was just himself and was he was he was kind of going out of his way a little bit to kind of show her that he is a good guy. And and I, I loved it. I, I thought it was a, a great movie. It's a great story, too. If you don't, Cody, have you ever seen it? I haven't seen it, but to okay. be truthful, romantic comedies are something that I like to watch as well. And that sounds like an interesting one that I'm actually now well, want to watch. So. It I came out in 2006. It came. It had Kate Winslet, Cameron Diaz, Jude Law, and Jack Black. Obviously. I remember the cast. I remember actually I like in high school times now, seeing but... advertisement for it to come out in the movies. But mm-hmm. you know, and I've always, I think I've seen it on Netflix a handful of times, but I've never sat and like uh, tried to watch it. So 
basically what it is is uh, it's focused around uh cameron diaz and kate winslet and they they want to swap houses for the holiday so Mm -hmm. one's in england and one's in america and so they swap houses and basically live in each other's houses for like the month of december so it's the movie version of uh wife swap or yeah but like house swap and then (laughs) and then and then obviously they move in and then they find people that they're attracted to jude laws there in england and he's attracted to cameron diaz and then kate winslet's attracted to uh, jack black and Mm, so It's all you know, it's, it's a good movie though. It is. Yeah, in in so. Jude Law, he's really funny in it because he is funny. He's like he's the he's like a dad of oh, man, I can't remember. Is it two or three girls? I forget. Basically, he's a dad, he's a single dad and he takes care of his daughters. And he only's got he only has like two or three daughters that he takes care of. And um so he's like really reluctant to have people like see his daughters and he has Cameron Diaz visit them and, you know, hang out with them. Um, but it's really funny because then you find out he's like super sensitive and he cries over everything. So they'll like watch a movie and he's the one who's crying and she's like, oh, it's OK. And like it's kind of it was kind of funny because the roles are reversed. I and that. I think it's one of those movies, too, where it was a little bit ahead of its time where. You know, it was starting to, you know, Hollywood was starting to show that, you know, listen, not every guy is this macho guy. And, right. you know, you know, there, there are sensitive sides to guys and some guys are more sensitive than others. And it's OK. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and it was I, I love that movie. I really do. And obviously, that's why it's in my top five. So nice. You're a sensitive guy. I am. a <laughs> so uh i do pick myself crying a little bit more on like movies and i hate it i hate it so much like you know i have no room to speak because i cried at the was the the last spider-man movie that came out and my friends all made fun of me I tried who to make fun they? of. I tried who to blame it on the 4DX movie theater for shooting me in the eye with one of those little water jet things. <laughs> like, no, it, no, those were real tears. That was just... <laughs> like on the Avengers uh, Endgame. Oh, obviously, yeah. when when he when uh, Iron Man died. Oh, that one too. That one, I was obviously. sitting there and I Cody. Wanna, and... I didn't want to cry on the podcast. Yeah. So I didn't want to bring that part up. <laughs> Cody was sitting right next to me, and in my head, I was like, "Don't you cry, you bastard! <laughs> you shed one tear, you are worthless." <laughs> and I was trying to pep talk myself not to cry. I was like, "You cannot cry in front of Cody." Yeah. And then later on, we got out, and I was like, "I tried so hard not to cry." And you were like, "And Cody, you were like, oh, me too." And I was like, "Oh man, I could have cried. I know. <laughs> I could have just feel- let it out. I can feel it because we sat right next to each other, and at the corner of my eye, I'm like." This, this is why women are not doing this right now. <laughs> yeah, this is <laughs> this yes, this is why women are better communicators because <laughs> they're just oh my god. <laughs> I, I think like I've after. said that. I think I've told the story of uh, of uh, Zach, uh, Corey, uh-huh. Zach's wife. When we went and saw Les Mis, we went, we went with Zach and Corey. <laughs> man, oh man. This is just my friends from high school. Um, and one time, actually, we bumped into them, me and my wife. We bumped into them at the movie theater. And they went to go see Les Mis, and, and we were going as well. And we sat in front of them. And um, all of a sudden, like in the middle of the movie, we just hear this... <sighs> 
<laughs> like really loud like it wasn't i'm not exaggerating it was really loud and so we were like is that Corey?" and so we look back and Corey is just crying her eyes out and we started laughing i mean it's a sad movie i didn't understand half the shit they were talking about <laughs> You're yeah, sad. I, was, I didn't understand it though. I was I was half cocked to begin with anyway. Oh, so. <laughs> but emotions. I, I just I just look over at Zach and he's like trying to you know comfort Corey and she's bawling her eyes out. So now me and my wife we always measure movies. We're like, all right, how sad is it? Is it like you know is it like myself crying or is it like Corey crying <laughs> so that's how we go we're like oh maybe it's in between no it's a Corey cry you know so we always it's just so funny that's so good it just reminded me of that so sorry Corey, if you're listening <laughs> all right uh, brad what is your number three number three oh that one uh would be home alone oh yeah, I'm pretty sure it's on a lot of everybody's list. Yeah. I tried watching it last night, to be honest with you. And I you honestly cried. With it. that's why it's number <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's 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 the one you put on every time. So yeah, that's, that's I've always been. I was always intrigued as a younger uh younger age the into the uh booby traps he made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, and doing all that stuff is, and like defending your home and having your BB gun and ready to, and like Christmas time, it's like, no one who's going to defend your home, you are. So, like, that's, Brad, I think that's the intrigue for me. Brad, for you could things. relate to a BB gun, you know, using the <laughs> <laughs> yeah. defending my house, shooting. shooting if BB. you haven't listened to our drunk stories, that is, that is one of them. <laughs> Go oh. check. Listen to the story, it's great. Good old Red Rider be learning. You shoot your eye out, kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I've uh, noticed the theme of your movies, they all yeah. have a BB gun. They always have a stalker. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's a classic. I mean, it is. And like, to be honest with you, it's like, um, like the old 90s stuff. Like, yeah. to be honest, to go back and watch it, it's cool to see all like the old uh logos and like all the yeah. cool toys and uh michael jordan posters and scotty yeah, yeah. before he was with the bulls like there was uh posters in that i was catching last night i was watching it and i was like that's cool like all the old stuff nostalgic yeah, yeah that's that's uh you know when you're talking about the booby traps i still can't figure out how the hell he figured out how to do i like i wouldn't have remembered i wouldn't have been able to do half of that stuff still I'm gonna do. I mean, I'm not. Well, that's busted. why uh, some people are technicians, technicians, and some people are salesmen. <laughs> <laughs> How many times I'm did he sorry. try that on his younger brother? I guess to make to know that it was gonna work. Well, he was yeah, now I understand. Now I understand why. Yeah, why Buzz hated him so much because he probably did that shit to him all they the probably time. Tested, how many times did he test that shit out? Like, exactly, like, yeah. yeah. You don't just, like, think of that on the fly. That's not your first fucking time. <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's not the first time you just decided to do in that. The that was, like, prototype C.2. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, no, it's... That's that's a classic, yeah. And a you know one. what? Cody or, and like the whole like I'm sorry but like my favorite you we were talking about like favorite scenes or lines from the movie like it my favorite line from the movie is probably the the line from the movie from the movie is like uh 
Oh yeah, the yeah, change of filthy animal. It's yeah, not. Even, yeah, it's yeah. not even. It's a movie within the movie. So, which by the way is not even a real movie. They made yeah, it's it's all movie. totally made up. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was based off of a another like old school gangster movie. Yeah, get you. I'm gonna give you the count of three <laughs> to get your no good, ugly, worthless keys out of here. <laughs> no, I think he said. I think it was uh count to ten. I think I said that wrong. He's a one, one, two, two ten. 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 <laughs> then he lights off a bunch of firecrackers and shit. Yeah, yeah. And sound like it's actually. Oh man, that's such yeah. a good. Yeah, that's a that's a class. Oh god, that one's good. And then the one with the aftershave, I never understood that until I started shaving, and I was like, Jesus, he was right. <laughs> <laughs> this burns like hell. <laughs> So yeah, that's a classic. <laughs> but uh, Brad, what we were, what you and I talk about, um, we had talked about like our favorite shows, and Justified is one of my favorite shows. Um, and um, we were talking about I like it so much, not only because the good guy is, you know, you like the good guy, but you also like the bad guy. And I think in these movies too, even though you you want the kid to win, the bad guys are really good. Like you. If yeah, you were gonna watch another really Home Alone the, the, movie, the, the, it has the to bad be guys are really good at pushing the good guys in the direction they're supposed to go, yeah. and that that's what they're good uh, characters in the sense that they motivate the main character to do what he's supposed to do, and that's why I think I am drawn to. Them. And even in the second one, they're in it, and it's kind of it's essentially the same premise, but it's still so good because the bad guys and the good guy are really good at what they're doing and you just fall in love with it. And that's what I think makes a, a really good movie and a show is not only is the good guy you love, but you also love the bad guys and you sometimes root for them. They're like, I know after a while, like, like the whole scene of them trying to get into the house at first, I was like, God, I just hope one of them gets in. Like, I just <laughs> they've dealt with this. I'd be like, he gets whacked with a paint can, right? <laughs> yeah. So uh, I love the one where he where he's got the spider on him. <laughs> he grabs the tire. <laughs> like, what? He's like, what are you doing, Marv? Did I get him? What are you doing, Marv? He's like, hey, you like? He starts hitting him back. You like that? Huh? <laughs> and the way he screams when the spider's on him, he's like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh man, so funny, good. dude. Oh, that is, yeah, that's a that's a good one. All right, Cody, what is your number numero tres? This one is uh, probably well, yeah, no, probably the newest out of my list and that would be elf with will ferrell now i don't have to say anything more but that thing is just a christmas gold right there nothing's funnier than will ferrell trying to win the approval of his dad played by james (laughs) can and so um oh james gunn is like yeah he He is is so good in that badass like yeah (laughs) and then i think probably my favorite part is when like um he's trying he's making breakfast for everybody and it's nothing but like syrup and sugar everywhere and then he tries to eat the spaghetti like 
play that you know is probably god awful and <laughs> the question is how many takes did it take for him to actually act like that was good before he actually threw up you know and so <laughs> yeah <laughs> um that is but elf though is probably you know is number three for me on my top five list that is such a good and fun movie i know that there's some people that have issues with it like they don't like it as much or it's corny but who, i don't know who, well, who are these people and Name them on the podcast so I can go talk to them because <laughs> they're ridiculous. We'll we'll get names and receipts. But anyways, for the most part, though, Elf is just such a fun Christmas movie. And and it's yeah. hard not to like it, especially when you watch it. You know, it's it's so it's so um, what's if the you word? don't like fun, you don't like Elf. Yeah. If you're the Grinch, you don't want to watch Elf because yeah. you don't like it. Yeah. So, God, I love that movie. But, yeah, that's, uh, that's on my Netflix. list, too has uh you know that the movies that made us or whatever they yeah. have a christmas edition and elf is an episode on there mm -hmm. and actually i didn't know that much about it so i watched it and mm -hmm. like i found out a lot about it, about the movie through that show so go on to netflix and watch it because like that's actually pretty entertaining and then oh, they have the other the second episode's like a nightmare uh christmas uh oh, nightmare before christmas nightmare before christmas <laughs> yeah yeah um i i haven't seen that but i have been interested so you say like is it giving you it, like insight on oh yeah it's like all the behind the scenes stuff and yeah. how it was oh, okay. made and like there's the actually um, that the script went through and all yeah. that stuff the same oh, show cool. actually made one for movies that made us that had um that featured die hard home alone yeah uh, goosebumps and i are not goosebumps i'm sorry uh ghostbusters and then i thought there was a fourth one but i'm i'm blanking on that fourth one right now but anyways, they did talk about Home Alone and really like a majority of that film that was filmed in the house was mm -hmm. filmed in a gymnasium in a high school and yeah. they just built constructed the walls and stuff. So I watched that yeah. one like That's that cool. was like a year or so ago. I watched that one. That was a long time ago. Yeah. 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 So uh, That's cool. Yeah, I, I'll have to watch that. But yeah, I saw the Home Alone one. That one was really interesting. I, I had no idea that that explains why the house was so huge as well. Yeah, <laughs> like there was so much room to do all well, this crap in. It was because it was in a gym. <laughs> well, but also, I, okay, just a shout out to Catherine O'Hara because, like, she's going to pop up again in one of my other movies. But, um, like, her job Home in, Alone, like, Home Alone, she's the mom in Home Alone. Yeah. She's in that uh, that show, uh, Shit's Creek. Shit's Creek. Yeah. She is she's, so good in that show. Moira. <laughs> she's she's phenomenal uh, she's like yeah. my favorite one of my favorite actresses of all time she's so fucking hilarious and like just like oh. uh in that movie like how she like just the scream like kevin and all that like yeah she does such a good job yeah you know every time i watch home alone just fyi i always I'm forget fan, i'm just fan guiding over right now <laughs> <laughs> but every time I watch Home Alone, I always forget that John Candy is in the movie. Yeah, like, I I don't know why. I just always forget, and then he pops up. I'm like, oh, he's yeah, part of the polka band. Yeah, yeah. I oh I don't know why I always forget, but every time he pops up, I'm like, oh yeah. Uh, th that's what I learned uh, on that show that you were talking about, Cody. Was mm -hmm. um, he he didn't even get a paycheck for that. He just yeah. did it because he wanted to do it. He just yeah, wanted but it to be took part him like two hours because he kept goofing around. Yeah, which yeah. is the cool thing about John Candy yeah. though is that he just always loved to have fun. Yeah. So yeah, I just I, I was I was tripped out about that because John Candy was was popular at that time. It wasn't yeah. like he was a nobody. And they're like, hey, you want to be part of the movie? He was like, yeah, sure, I don't care. <laughs> so he did it, and it was like, oh, dude, that is so cool. 
uh unfortunately you know he he passed but um you know he's he was planes trains and automobiles i actually did see on a I Christmas love that well uh-huh. um yeah that's i mean that's a funny Steve movie Martin too. that's and not John my top candy. five yeah, the total opposites of each other is so great yeah john candy has has some really good uh classic movies for sure and he i think home alone deserves to be on there the helium filled shower rings what the helium filled shower rings oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so all right drew what's your uh what's your number three well my number three is what we've kind of already talked about uh my number three is how the grinch stole christmas with jim carrey okay um just like what brad said jim carrey obviously him being outlandish um, yeah, he he played the Grinch perfectly and he made it funny, but he also made it to where you understood that he doesn't like Christmas and like for a reason out why. Yeah. yeah. One of my favorite lines, though, and actually um, my whole family, we, we sat down and watched it together. And funny thing, we were talking about people who don't like this movie. My wife actually doesn't like this movie. Wow. And I always every I I was asking her for like a whole week. I was like, why the hell don't you like this movie? I don't get it. <laughs> and she's like, I don't know. It's just I think she just doesn't like the live action of it. I think she prefers the cartoon. That's uh-huh. my assumption. And I'm going to stick to it because she won't tell me anyway. Maybe but, she doesn't uh, want to hurt I, your feelings. Yeah, probably. Because <laughs> I love it so much. She's going to say because uh, I hate Jim Carrey. That's why. Oh. <gasps> I hope she does. Oh, Cody, how dare you? Don't even put that in the universe. Don't LeVar Ball this. That's a divorce. <laughs> Those are grounds for divorce. Anyway, um, I love Jim Carrey in this. One of my favorite scenes, though, we were watching it again, and I totally forgot about this, but when uh, when he becomes the uh, Christmas master, whatever, the uh-huh. chief, whatever they're celebrating him, they bring they're like oh and we brought the the two people who brought you into this world and it's these two old ladies who uh, he came to their doorstep and the first thing he says when he sees them he goes you two are still alive <laughs> <laughs> yes and I still it's always like a grimace I, too like you two are still alive <laughs> I was I, I was laughing for like five minutes and my wife had to go Andrew it's over with we've, <laughs> we've gone past it that is so funny because it's just he's this evil person and then he's kind of like getting into it and all of a sudden these shows they show up and he's like, you two are still living. (laughs) (laughs) It is so funny. Oh my God. Um, But yeah, he, he does a great job in that. And actually the girl who plays Cindy Lou, who Mm -hmm. I didn't know this. uh, My wife actually told me um, she is uh, in the show gossip girl. I don't know, Brad, have you seen that show? Yeah, I, I have. I, want, I, was, I, had, I, I, had I barely a, remember it. My my ex wife used to watch it. I'd get drunk and watch it with her. That's the extent <laughs> of it for me. But okay, so, well, I I watched it. What part did um, she play? She's, she was the the youngest one. I can't think of her name right now. My God, my wife is gonna kill me now. Oh, did she play like the it. sister of Serena? No, not of Serena. Of um of uh, what's his name? Um. God dang it. I haven't watched the show in a while. I can't think of her name right now. She was she was the daughter of uh the main guy in the show. I, I who was 
Jenny. My wife just texted me. It was Jenny. She's, <laughs> she's, she's she, listening. She also texted me, fool, in all capitals. So, <laughs> Jess, what up? <laughs> I love you, babe. She's gonna You're send faster me. than the internet movie database. <laughs> she's gonna she's gonna send me a message in about two minutes that uh we're gonna get a divorce because you couldn't yeah, it was Jenny. So uh yeah, Jenny. she I didn't know that, and I was like, My god, she looks so different. Well, obviously she my god, good. she's so hot. Yep, there it is. Divorce. <laughs> there it is. Oh. <laughs> Love to see you try, woman. <laughs> I already told you if you're leaving, I'm coming with. <laughs> There might be a fight in the right household later on tonight. <laughs> anyway, I love that movie. It's number so three. So her actual name is Taylor Momsen. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I didn't. God, I... I'm going to forget in like cool. 30 seconds, but thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Never going to remember the last name. <laughs> so uh, moving on. Uh, Brad, what is your number two movie? Number two. Uh, would be um, <laughs> it is a number, number two. <laughs> it is a number two. Uh, <laughs> surviving uh, Christmas with Ben Affleck, Christina Applegate. Um, again with uh, what's her name? Uh, Catherine O'Hara. Mm-hmm. Or uh, Ben Affleck is a multi. He's a millionaire. And he's a rich guy. He doesn't have a family, so he pays his family to be his family for Christmas. And it just gets crazy, and it's funny. It's one. It's probably honestly, I watch that one more than any of the other Christmas movies, and I only watch it during Christmas time. So that's why it would be my number two. Hmm. Interesting. I, I think right, I've only seen that movie like I have once. not seen it. So it's funny. There's all uh, the kid from Sex Drive is in it. Oh yeah, and he's like this shut-in nerd. He's always on his computers. Like it was like right when like the internet was a big thing. Like <laughs> like <laughs> you go like actual on like so in the movie not to get graphic, but like in the movie like the kid is like visiting all kinds of porn sites, and it's like when porn sites are starting to get big, and uh, so like he's always in his room on the computer, and then you have like so you have the shut-in teenage son, and then you have the older daughter which is christina applegate who comes back home just every now and then to check on their Mm -hmm. folks and the the uh catherine o'hara and the uh her husband who is the guy from uh the sopranos i forget his name he's like the main dude from his uh oh oh oh, oh, um, i know who you're talking about i can't think of his name though i'm so sorry i'm underprepared right now but I guess this is great. But anyway, like he's Catherine O'Hara and him are married and they're like, obviously going to divorce after the youngest kid goes into college Mm -hmm. and they're going to do their own thing. And so then that's where um, the rich multimillionaire guy comes in, pays him to pretend to be his family, like give him a authentic Christmas experience. And Mm -hmm. it obviously doesn't go that way because you can only get that through realistic views but um yeah it was it's a funny movie it's so funny and that's like my second that's like my if not my go-to my second go-to for sure yeah that's a good one that's a good one all right cody what's your numero dos well we spent i think it feels like majority of the show talking about it but home alone so home alone's number two for me (laughs) 
classic. I mean, can't say anything more than that. Um, truthfully, though, I'm surprised that uh, the um, you know Joe Pesci's character and Marv didn't die from all the stuff that was happening. You know, <laughs> especially like when the paint cans come swinging in. I'm yeah. surprised like Marv wasn't down for the count for life. You know, uh, <laughs> and the then one also- that the one that would have done it for me if I were if I were trying to burglarize this house uh-huh. is uh, when he steps on the nail like and it goes like oh. right through his oh. foot. Oh yes. Once that happened, I'd be like, Nah, fuck I'm this. Done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Nah, I'm going home. If I was this Joe Pesci, once it. I burnt my hand on the doorknob, I'm done. I'm like, I'm yeah, for this real. Worth it. <laughs> they were really. I got third degree burns <laughs> on my hand. I'm not going in there. <laughs> I'm going to a hospital. We got Rosemary's baby in the house. Let her have him. I'm not. I'm not dealing with this. I'm out <laughs> of here. I would beat really not that worth door it. down. That's like to be honest. Like, and then you, you would burn. get feathers <laughs> thrown at you. Okay, that's, yeah. did you not see that scene? <laughs> the flamethrower, the feathers, all that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I what always did it for me was the nail. Once I got the nail in the foot, I'd be like, no, mm-mm. it's not s- worth it anymore. I, I you say, that. doesn't he get an iron in the face right after that? Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah through the so, laundry shoe. <laughs> it's after not worth all it. of that. After all of that, they still continued on until they got arrested. Not even half of those, I would have been like, I'm gone. I'm not dealing with this. I'm. I don't. Yeah. I'm not dealing with this house. We'll move on to the next one. <laughs> I mean, call me a uh, uh, a non enthusiastic robber, but I'm I'm just I'm just not I'm just not gonna go through a lot of that. If it's not easy, I'm not doing it at all. It's just not worth it. (laughs) And there's no way you could cheat. I mean, unless you I mean saw the nail, but oh man, once I saw that, I was like, no, I could I'd be done. Did any of you guys see the Facebook photo where it's obviously the picture of the of the house, and then there's the caption that says what did kevin's dad do to send nine people to paris with flights and and everything included because i'm still wondering too what he did he i'm pretty sure he was a lawyer yeah uh, i think he was uh probably for the mexican that's a lot of money (laughs) (laughs) i think his story uh continued in ozark Oh, that picked makes up so from there that's, after oh. he lost half his kids that's made that to sell half of so them. much sense you might say maybe shit's creek because remember oh, they're, 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 they're filthy rich and all of a sudden they get embezzled you know their embezzlement well, that's the happy version of ozark isn't yeah it? <laughs> oh man so that's yeah that's that's not a bad assumption there brad <laughs> right, that's sure. probably how they came up with ozark they're like okay what if they, uh, you know, got caught for how much money they had? <laughs> let's write them. Let's write a show about it. <laughs> yeah. All right, Drew. What's your second movie? My second movie um, is uh, Four Christmases. This is with uh, Reese Witherspoon and um, uh, oh my god, I can't. I'm blanked right now. Vince Vaughn. Uh, Vince Vaughn. Jesus. Um, and they uh they have both of their parents that they have to go to and both of their parents are divorced so that's why i think i did see this a long time ago this is it they usually show it on tbs uh see the show is brought to you by tbs um but they usually show it on tbs uh during christmas time um but it is one of the is one of my favorite it's such a funny movie um you know there are these like like peppy little people like who want to keep to themselves like they don't they don't really like their family 
but they're the movie the, where um where uh, Vince Vaughn's character's nickname Orlando or something like that because that's where he was yes that's his and, real name okay yes. <laughs> and Robert Duvall's like yeah that's where they were made that's why yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh you know their their flight gets canceled um they're gonna go to like Fiji or something and so they try and play it off, but then like this news, uh, this news camera comes over, and they're like, "Oh, what do you? How do you feel about uh, going to Fiji or whatever?" And they had told their family that they were doing like charity work, and it was mainly just for vacation. <laughs> uh, so then they're like, "Okay, well, we have to go to Christmases now." So they have to hit everyone's Christmas, and uh, it is just so funny everything that they go through. It's it's exactly how you would think a family of divorce would be and a family that you'd have to deal with, with, uh, you know, all your siblings or, um, your mom and dad, like it is just it. I mean, because my family, my parents were divorced and just like <laughs> how crazy people are, like how different families are as well. It's just, it's so funny. Um, so I, I love that movie so much. One of my favorite scenes I believe it's the second house that they go to. It's um, Reese Witherspoon's mom's house, and uh, one of the um, one of the, she's like holding the kid, and the kid throws up on, <laughs> on Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> and Vince Vaughn is right next to it, and right when it throws up, he's all, no, I'm <laughs> he's all, honey, I love you. You gotta go away. You got you gotta go away from me, honey. I love you. Get that thing away from me. <laughs> He's like, he's like so mean about it. Yeah, he's like gagging already. He's like, I'm gonna do it too. You gotta go away. He's like freaking out. I'm gonna out. do it too. I'm gonna do it too. <laughs> so that I love that movie. That movie's so funny. I um, never. Uh, um. Okay, so like for me, my parents aren't divorced, so I didn't have like a split Christmas or anything. But like, it wasn't until I was married. And my wife's parents were divorced and we ended up having three different Christmases. And it wasn't until then like I could like actually appreciate that movie just a little bit more. Yeah. Just that how every every Christmas is different. Um, <laughs> every group of people is different. And there's a reason why why those people are not together anymore. <laughs> it's, like, it's just so fucking funny how different they are and like, like, Oh, okay. I see why this is <laughs> like, it, it, it's funny. Like, uh, like to have like those different Christmases. It's just so fucking funny. Another one of my favorite scenes is when they go to the church and they're looking for a Joseph and Mary. And so, <laughs> and the mom, uh, the mom is like, oh, they'll do it. And so they go do it. And then Vince Vaughn is like really into it. He's like, yes. And so um, she's trying to find the swaddler for the baby. Oh, the swaddle find cloth, it. yeah. And he's, he's got it on his hip. And he goes over and he goes, give me the baby unfit mother. Unfit mother. <laughs> In front of everyone. And she's like, I'm not an unfit mother. You have the swaddle on your belt. And he's like, He's just loving the spotlight. It is so funny. Oh man, I love that movie. So yeah, for Christmas, That's a very accurate portrayal of men. In that yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. Uh, yeah. Give me the baby unfit mother. Unfit mother. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh my god, I love that movie. All right, uh, Brad, 
Numero uno. Number one. Can I get a drum roll? No. No. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> no uh, it'd be Muppet Christmas Carol. Wow. Oh my God. Yes. The Muppet portrayal one. of the Christmas Carol. Is that is great. a good movie. It has uh, the Muppets, first of all. And then Michael Caine. Yeah. As Scrooge. Is <laughs> I could watch that all day, every day. Muppet so. Christmas, man. That is a good one. Yeah. There's the a Muppets lot of make uh, some good movies, man. And I can't just pick a specific scene or line, but if I had to pick a character or character relationship, it's totally Gonzo and Rizzo throughout that entire <laughs> movie. Yeah. Uh, Gonzo playing Charles Dickens and Rizzo just being Rizzo. Like <laughs> it's fucking funny. Makes me laugh. Oh uh, yeah, that's a good one. That is a good one. All right. No, no arguments here. That's it's always good. Light the lamp, not the rat. Light the lamp, not the rat. (laughs) (laughs) I I need to show my my uh, daughter wants to watch that one uh, because it's on Disney Plus and we haven't gotten to it yet because we were watching the Santa Claus. So, which is also I watched that movie for the first time Thanksgiving weekend. Never seen it before up until then. So Muppet Christmas. Yeah, I've never seen it. So came out in nineteen ninety two. Yeah, still didn't wow. see it until a couple uh, weekends ago. That was actually wow. the uh, first Muppet movie that was done after the actual Jim Henson died. Oh, oh wow. I didn't know. Yeah. So. Look at you with the movie facts over here. Yeah. You should do, you should do this. You should do a often. podcast that says something <laughs> like movies or something. I feel like we're leading up to something. Yeah. <laughs> Peer pressure, you know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's not like we're putting it out in the universe. <laughs> All right, Cody. Uh, what is your numero uno? Number one Christmas movie for me is A Christmas Story. And the reason why is a little bit more sentimental. So normally this is probably the only year we aren't doing this. But normally um, every year my mom's side of the family that's Hispanic will go over to my grandmother's house or whoever is willing to volunteer their house for the chaos to ensue and we'll make tamales all night and the one tough thing is it because it's an all-day process to make tamales and then what we all do is wait until the first batch is done so we all eat one together and sometimes it's as late as like two o'clock in the morning true story Um, but throughout that entire night we'll have the christmas story playing because obviously it's a christmas movie and it's going on and on and on so i've probably watched that movie grown up with it since i was six seven and so every year even up until last weekend it's always played always watch it one of those movies i look forward to every year um mm-hmm. and it just has really a special place and a special meaning especially now that my my mother and my uncle aren't with us any longer so it's a little different christmases but for the most part though that christmas movie really takes me back to really good childhood uh memories you know during christmas eve and the christmas mornings and all that good stuff so one of my favorite scenes though is when um ralphie finally snaps and he beats up the bully that had been intimidating him to where the little kid goes hey man are you all right and he pushes him i'm gonna go tell my dad and he's still just wailing on the kid because he's had he's like cussing he's like yeah he's like and he just found out he got like a c minus on his on his paper about why he needs a red rider bb gun and honestly, um, one of the things why I love that movie is it's the ultimate like kids tale of like that lead up to Christmas, you know, where like you're buying into the whole Santa premise of like, I really want this gift. And 
you know, um, you are, you're really hoping for, you've been good all year and then you open and you get all these gifts and then you get surprised with the one gift you've always wanted. And it's like, it's a movie where we all can relate. Cause if we all probably have that one gift that we've all yeah. asked for at Christmas and then you didn't know if you were going to get it. And then Christmas morning comes and it's there, or, you know, you're surprised with it or something. And we can all relate to that and, and have a, have a, you know, a heart for that. Cause it's happened to us. And so I think that's why a lot of it too, I can relate to not only that, but like I mentioned, the sentimental value I have to it towards it for every year it plays. And we will probably watch it a hundred times on Christmas day and Christmas Eve, because that's just what we do. And it'll, annoy, it'll annoy my wife, but you know, she's been dealing with it for 10 years. So what is she going to do? You know, yeah. so. <laughs> what was your gift? What was that gift? Um, oh, I got mine. So it wasn't, uh, it was something I didn't think I would get. It was uh, at the time when iPod nanos were really popular, you know, the oh, yeah. ones when they really, when they changed the model of them, I remember mentioning it to my mom. Cause I wanted like an MP3 player when I was like, I think 13 or 14. Mm-hmm. And at the time that, you know, you can only get them in megabytes. So kids a long time ago before gigabytes, there was megabytes, which was small. <laughs> Anyways. Um, I remember I had this one like MP3, you know, player that was like, maybe I had an old SanDisk one. Like, yeah, uh, I had one yeah. that was barely, I had one, I think I had a Samsung one. Ran off I had one that, that, yeah, I only had one that was like 128 megabytes or something like that. It's really small. And I remember telling my mom, I'd really like an iPod because, you know, blah, 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 blah. And so, you know, Christmas morning comes, we open up all the gifts and, um, you know, opened everything, got essentially what I wanted. I mean, I didn't, I think I was like 14 at 13 or 14 at the time. So I didn't have a whole lot of wants. I wasn't into toys anymore. I was more into video games. And in my stocking, it comes out this wrapped gift. And I thought it was just like toiletries or candy. Cause that's my mom would use those as stockings, <laughs> opened it up. And it was an iPod nano. I think I lost my, I think I like ate shit it everywhere. And I was so excited to have it. And I couldn't wait to put so many songs on there. And I think I had it all the way up until my senior year of high school before it like finally broke. And I wore the thing out. Like, That's like good. the headphone jack was like bent. Man, I didn't get an, I didn't get an, I didn't get an iPod till I graduated high school. Yep. That's <laughs> exactly. But like, I remember, like, gift. I remember my, like my Christmas gift that the one that like totally blew my socks off as a kid, like, like never expected. And like you were talking about, like you got was mm-hmm. the PlayStation one. When I got oh, a PlayStation yeah. one, one, when I got my original PlayStation, oh, dude, I played, oh, I played that for hours, like, and I remember, like, uh, like there was, like, you know, that week of, or like that time period off of school, like my cousins were down from Sacramento, or and we were playing video games, we were playing Crash Bandicoot and like uh-huh. uh, Madden and all that shit. So like it, like that that was the gift for me when it came to christmas time that's pretty awesome yeah my gift was i was seven years old and i wanted there was a toy that came out uh star wars was i had no it was not uh (laughs) i was really getting into star wars at that time and there was a toy that just came out it was the x-wing and it was with luke skywalker ah so I really wanted that. So I, w- I kept asking my parents for it. And I remember I remember this like it was yesterday because I always felt bad. And so I always kept to get together. I, I've told my parents now, but my dad went out and was getting Christmas gifts and he was coming in and he goes, he looked over to my mom and said, hey, you got to cover up his eyes. 
So um, I was like, what? What are we doing? And we were sitting at the table and where our door was, our kitchen is like right there. Right when you walk in, the kitchen is right to the left. So my dad is coming in and my mom's like, oh, and she's like trying to scramble. And so she covers up my eyes. But you know how, you know, sometimes you don't really cover up the eyes that well and you kind of have that slit open yeah. <laughs> in your fingers. So my mom had that. She kind of had her fingers open a little bit. Uh-huh. So when my dad was running through, I could see in the bag that he had the X-Wing with Luke Skywalker. And I was like, I remember my eyes lit up. And so I was like, oh, I, I can't say anything. I can't do anything. So I kept my composure and my mom, <clears throat> my mom was like, did you see? Did you see? And I was like, no, 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 I didn't see. And so, and then it, I remember. Yeah, I remember going into my room and I was like, when I open that gift, I have to act surprised. I have to act like I have never seen this before. <laughs> so when I uh, when I opened it, I played it off great. My parents never knew. Um, and then as I've gotten older, I, re- I've t- I told my mom, I was like, hey, remember when you guys got that, me that Star Wars uh, you know, ship? And she was like, yeah, yeah, you wanted that so bad. And I was like, yeah, I remember when dad bought it because I saw it. You tried to cover up my eyes and I saw it. She was like, oh, are you serious? And I go, yeah, I just I remembered. I, I knew you guys would be disappointed if I saw it. So she was like, she was like that was incredible that you were able to act cool because she goes, I, I thought you never saw it. And I was like. I could have, I could have taken that to my grave. <laughs> you just, you just crushed your mom's memory of you, you know, being surprised on Christmas Day. You were faking it the whole time. Goddamn liar! No, they, they got me. Uh, they, they got me. Uh, I think the year after that, um, mm. with a, with a basketball hoop. So, yeah. that was, that was pretty cool. But, uh, yeah, I remember the X wing was the one that I really, really wanted. Like, that was one of the coolest toys. And uh, my parents were never really the ones who wanted to go out or I shouldn't say that they were they weren't always like, oh, let's go get him this. Let's go get him this. But like that was a toy that I knew that I had a chance at getting that Mm. they would be willing to buy because most of the time I'd be like, yeah, I want you know, I want this. And they're like, what else do you want? (laughs) So so I never really got I mean, I don't want to be more reasonable. son. yeah, that's exactly what it was. (laughs) Um but I mean, my parents, I know my parents didn't have a lot of money, so I'm, I'm like crapping on them here. But in reality, like it was I was unreasonable. But um, yeah, that was that was one of those those toys that I remember I wanted really badly and I knew I might have a chance at. And I remember my dad running through there and I was like, I cannot say I saw it. <laughs> I can't say it. So. All right, Andrew, bring us home. What's your number one? Uh, my number one, we already talked about it, was Elf. Uh, oh, okay. I love Elf. That is a movie that I have to watch every Christmas. Every time Christmas comes up, I want to see that movie. Um, and uh, somehow or another, I end up watching it. Um, I believe my wife actually owns it. And I'm trying to look through our movies right now. And <laughs> there, there's some movies behind there. But I'm pretty sure we do have it. I know we. I've seen... I've seen the cover of it here. I just, I don't know exactly where it is. So I'll have to look for it later, but um, I love elf. It's such a funny movie. It's, it's one of those movies that it's a Will Ferrell movie that I can watch with my kids. It's basically what it is. Um, you know, I can't watch old school with my daughter. <laughs> I can't, you know, Why you can't can... introduce your five-year-old to Frank the tank. What's wrong with <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, 
I mean, I, you know, Will Ferrell, he's, he's usually into more adult humor. And this is one of those few movies that he's in that is like, you can watch all the time. And I'm a huge Will Ferrell fan. So, you know, that adds to it. But Elf is such a funny movie. It's not only so clever because the way he, he still acts like an elf, like, I, I think that would be really hard to do. Like you're with he all these. He is an elf in real person. Yeah. <laughs> He's like him to be with the actor that plays his dad. Um, who's so serious through that whole movie. And then him to play off as like, he's an elf. Like that would be so hard. Uh, so I think that adds to it. And then like, he's still an elf and he's trying to date. And I think that's one of, <laughs> I think that's just so funny. It's such a funny concept because you know, it wasn't like as simple as, Oh, he falls in love. You know, it was, they were in the writing room and they were like, Oh, and like this elf is trying to date, but he's still an elf. Like that's probably how it came out as, and they're like, Oh, that's brilliant. And you know, they're <laughs> trying to write this scene. But one of my favorite scenes was when he burps at the dinner table when he's having dinner with the family for the first time. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so he's burping and he's it's this long, drawn out burp. <laughs> and it's so fucking loud. And he turns <laughs> to the kid and he goes, did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> In my family, we do that all the time. If I have a loud fart, if someone has a loud burp, I mean... We're always like, did you hear that? And they're like, yeah, we, we heard that, Andrew. Okay. I think um, one of my favorite scenes is when uh, Peter Deckler is uh, giving his presentation and then Will Ferrell's character sees him and goes, oh my gosh, are you from the North Pole too? Do you know Santa? And he's like, oh, wow, you're really angry for being a little guy. Yeah. <laughs> I think we, oh, there he goes. <laughs> we kind of lost you at that, that last bit there. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Cody. Oh, sorry. But uh, yeah, and then at the end, after he gets beat up, he's like, "Must be a South Pole." <laughs> <laughs> but um, another one is when uh, he's first in the office. He's hanging out with his dad at the office for the first time, and the first phone call comes in. And he answers it right away. Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? <laughs> <It> just, <laughs> I think it's so. Funny. It was like without a beat, and you know, because <laughs> if you watch a lot of Will Ferrell movies and you've seen like the outtakes, like they they do that scene like three or four like three or four times at least um and they'll just and he'll come up with different things and mm-hmm. so that's why i love that scene is it's so simple but you know he tried out like five other things that hit and he was still so smart enough to answer the phone real quick and come back with buddy the elf what's your favorite color you know it's just like <laughs> who, how do you think of that it's so incredible that's why will ferrell is one of my favorite uh, comedian actors because he's just he's he's not only not only is he funny but he's smart at what he does like he knows what's going to get a laugh and what's not um and so elf is just elf must have been so hard because he it was like at the time where old school was really popular and he was getting into all these like um you know adult humor movies and then him going acting as an elf for kids like that's got to be kind of hard to like go away from what you, the norm that you're usually in. And you come to this Christmas movie that's supposed to be, you know, family friendly and you can't really, you know, he can't, you know, scream fuck or, you know, <laughs> like he can't cuss. He's just kind of like, ah, you know, and he's still so brilliantly funny. It's, it's great. I love it. I love that movie. <sighs> I, I don't have anything more to add. That is a fantastic movie. 
Will Ferrell is a great actor. Shows his range. Uh, uh, Zoe. And Zoe was Zoe good Deschanel. In yeah, she's she's good in that movie. She's you know re- watching that movie as many times as I had. Like she's actually not in it as much as I remember when when I first watched it. She's she plays a totally different character than what she's been known for true. in the last. Yeah. Like she's what she's known for is that show New Girl where she's the upbeat kindergarten teacher. Mm-hmm. And so, like that in that movie, she's like just a, a single twenty-year-old trying to survive, working a shitty dead-end job, you know. Like, yeah. and it's totally opposite of what. But she still has that cheery disposition because she like sings, like trying to mm-hmm. cheer herself up in the movie. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, it's a totally different role, I would say, than what she's used to. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I love Elf. That is that is such a good one, and I've I haven't heard of anyone like hating on that movie, but I guess I guess I there are people say that who I've don't heard like people it. like hating on it, but maybe it's I don't hate like them. it's like maybe they don't find the appeal to it like what us three do. You know, they like oh, mm-hmm. it's a fun, it's a funny movie, but it's eh, it's whatever. You know, and it was directed I was just thinking- by John Favreau. Fabulous. Yeah, how can you hate how can you hate that movie when John Favreau is in, involved? And he, he actually the plays producer. the doctor in it. Dude, if we didn't yeah. have uh Elf, we wouldn't have uh Grogu and Mando. So just that's right. That's right. We wouldn't now, have half the of, special effects they have in the Mandalorian if John Favreau never took that job as direct directing Elf. Just mm-hmm. saying. That's what started uh all the uh cool effects that he developed from from elf yeah. through uh the um the what's that the jungle was it the jungle book he did and the lion, the lion king. king yeah mm. he, all those special effects if you go on to disney plus the if you watch the gallery about it's called the gallery and it's about the the making of the mandalorian mm, they mm-hmm. go into depth about where he started with all the special effects it's really cool mm. so yeah i'll have to watch check that, that out for those that don't know who john favreau is he also played uh the linebacker in replacements oh my god he's so good in that one yeah. too. that was when he was that's really another, in shape he's that's another swingers, popular movie yeah uh, yeah he was in swingers <laughs> uh you know um one of my favorite scenes of of elf is uh when he when the kids are trapping them with snowballs and he's like, here, make a snowball. And so he's got like a hundred of them in his arm and the kid made one. He's like, Oh my God. And then there's this one straggling kid who like runs away. He goes, Oh man, one got away. He goes, give me a snowball. And he hands him the snowball and he just hucks it. He like throws it like he's Peyton Manning or something. He just nails the kid. I just think that's so funny. It's just so random, but it's so funny. Oh man! All right. Well, I think uh, I think we've talked about Christmas movies enough. You know, I'm actually surprised that no one had Christmas Vacation on here. You know what? I was actually going to say honorable mention to Christmas Vacation because it was like number six, but it I needed only five. And I I mean I love Christmas Vacation, but the other five I couldn't imagine switching them in any other way. But yeah, Christmas Vacation for me is probably if the, we made a top 10 list, it's number six for sure. Hands down. Or at least for yeah, me. I'm pretty sure that was on Steve's list, man. That's a good one. It is a really funny. Our boss, Steve, shout out to Steve Eckhart, our <laughs> boss. Uh, he, he 
compared some li- uh, list with our lists. Yeah. Uh, he had Die Hard. I think on that him. was one of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think that was number five. Yeah, he four. did have one. Of, he did have that one on there. I don't remember what number, but maybe I'll have to ask him. My more. my wife's family watches that every year. That's like probably my father in law's like favorite Christmas movie. I I'm assuming. I I mean I haven't gone on on a list with him, but that's one of those movies that he has to watch all the time, and that's a good one. It's just for me, the other movies I I love so much, and I'm I'm more into I'm big into like. Um, into i guess i guess these types of comedies that one is more you know 80s comedy i i don't think i you know 80s comedy for me 80 movies really um they hit differently for me so uh that's why it wasn't on my list but cody i think you're on to something if we had a top 10 i think for sure that's that's in the top 10 it's hard to ignore i mean i get it like the time is a little bit different considering like that's still you know we're all 30 so that's still a little bit further than our age but you know anybody that's really into like classic movies or at least likes to see some of the older stuff it it is really good to see even though like hilarious yeah (laughs) Yeah. but uh yeah i mean it's hard to ignore off of anybody's list just because of how how funny it is and then now as us being older you know like you know trying to make your house the greatest trying to put on the greatest tradition for your family yeah. and struggling throughout the entire way and then making a fool of yourself in between and then you put yourself in their outlandish shoes exactly so yeah <laughs> all right well yeah we we did we needed to mention that movie so all right guys well thank you so much and uh, a big thank you to brad thank you so much for being on the podcast again i know uh with being in quarantine you don't really have anything else better to do uh, you, can't, you can't really be like oh i'm you know i'm i'm going i'm eating at a restaurant like i know you're not so <laughs> yeah so no, yeah. we've we've had to book you uh, a couple of times no but we do appreciate you coming on here and, and being willing to um goof off with us so we appreciate it i appreciate being on here i like it Fun. good all right no more. You're not going to be on here for a while. <laughs> oh. Or until the next year, at least. <laughs> yeah, until next year. Oh, uh, no. I have to wait that long. <laughs> so I do uh, I do appreciate you being on here. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, go check us out. Uh, Two Bays in a Pod. We are on Instagram, on our social media, just Instagram. Um, and Cody does a good job with Two Bays. Uh, as we have said here before, we're doing kind of more seasonal um, episodes of Two Bays in a Pod. Uh, it's a little bit hard to do uh, Drew Code and Two Bays, and sports is, uh, it changes every single day. So <laughs> that one that one's a little bit harder to do just seasonal. So, uh, But we appreciate all the love and support that we get. Go check us out on all the major podcasts, that being uh, Spotify, iHeart, uh, Google, and um, Apple Podcasts. So go check us out on all those. Uh, please rate and review on uh, on our podcast. Uh, anything and everything does help. Also subscribe. If you have a one star, please tell us how we can get better. If you have a five star, please tell us what we're doing right. Uh, that, uh, that way we can continue doing what we're doing uh, that you like. So we appreciate all that. Also, go check out fnxfitness.com. They get uh, they have great workout gear and great workout supplements, so go check them out. We can also get you uh, 15% off your whole purchase. And Cody, 
I will have you explain how you can do that. All right, guys, go to DrewCodeSportsTalk.com. On our homepage, there's a partner's link that you click on, and then it'll uh, you'll find the FNX Fit link that you want to click on. You want to use the promo code DrewCode15 after you guys uh, purchase your uh, your gear, your supplements uh, to get your quarantine weight off because, you know, as soon as everyone is, you know, vaccinated, if they decide to or not, or as soon as the pandemic's over, you're going to want to get that quarantine weight off. So check out FNX Fit and again, use Drew Code 15 to get 15% off your total purchase. While you guys are on the website, you guys can listen to full episodes of Drew Code Sports Talk and Two Bays in a Pod that are on the website, along with checking out our social media content on there as well. Um, if you guys want to subscribe to any of the major podcasts that Drew mentioned on our website, we have live links that you can click on and subscribe, or like I mentioned, just listen to the episodes directly on the website. Either way, as long as you guys are listening, we appreciate it. Again, a special thank you to Brad Potter for joining us again. We are very thankful to have him and we cannot wait to have him back because every time we have him, it's always a hit episode. Check out the last two on our website as well. Uh, with that being said, guys, have a Merry Christmas. We don't hear from you and take care and we'll see you guys next time. See you. Peace.